Guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another ESL podcast. Today is about business talk season two. That's right, people. Season two, episode one. And today I've got the wonderful E-Brew back here with me today. The last time that we actually had done an episode, you may have seen it. It uh, it was back in October of last year. Uh, We talked about a number of different things in that specific podcast episode. But today, oh, today we're going to be speaking about stress. So Again, me and Ibra, we were talking about this. You're like, you know, what's a really good topic that we could do? And I was like, you know what? Let's talk about like building wellness practices into our life, right? Yeah. Because what happens is when we have perpetual stress, it kills us early. We have higher rates of divorce. Some of the worst behaviors in the human condition comes from being stressed, right? It is a natural part of life. But Mm -hmm. to be honest with you, you could be the most extraordinary person in the world, such as the Dalai Lama. And some people would ask, hey, you know what? How do you overcome stress? And he laughs and he's like, hey, listen, I am stressed too. So it doesn't matter, Dalai Lama or not. This is what we're going to be uh, you know, speaking about today. So again, Ibru, thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you, Asimio. Hi, everyone. <laughs> You're very, very, very welcome. And so what we're going to do is obviously, okay, stress, okay, whether it's outside, the workplace inside the workplace. If we look at four different ideas before we go in, we're going to be like hitting these off in different ways, right? So mm-hmm. right. looking at stress, obviously, in um, what is it in the workplace and how you obviously have been able to overcome that. Uh, how do you manage your own stress in general, Ebrew? Well, I... <laughs> Um, I don't know whether you remember, senior last year, I ended up in hospital and that was really due, due to stress and I had a kidney infection and that was purely because I was working really long hours and, and I was working for both schools and yeah, I, I ended up in, in hospital for a week and, um, and I suddenly realized that I needed to, you know, to do something about my, my stress levels and, mm. um, I mean, there are many things that I do. I, uh, if I feel stressed in the workplace, I just go out for about five minutes and get some fresh air. That's the uh, mm-hmm. you know, shortest thing that you can do. And um, also, I do um, Kundalini Yoga, which is a lot about breath work. So um, it really, really helps to relieve stress and meditation helps as well so they're mm. you know little five minute things that you can do to relieve stress um shall we also talk about you know the sort of like external internal stress as well exactly the- exactly so we look at these simple you know the simple practices such as relieving mm. stress like me man i'm telling you like six years ago when i used to get angry at my previous job you know this story Avery, yep. and i would go for the the punching bag Sometimes, well, I get too angry, you know, back then. And I'm like, oh, well, there's no way I can meditate. You know why? Because mm-hmm. I want to just cuss people out while meditating. So then I would go for a run or I would laugh to disrupt mm-hmm. that biochem that's happening. That's you know, right. that all those disruptors and all that negative energy that's just pouring out of me. So then obviously I would say, you know what, let me just, okay, here's another little practice. But if we look at this as a whole, and looking at the the internal and the external, I think the external, when it comes down to before we get into those three big ideas, is like when you look at the 10 areas of your life, 
Okay, so Ebrew, you know, that's okay, that's your mission, that's your learning, that's your finances, that's your mental health, that's your health in general, that's your family and friends. Um, you know, uh, the 10 areas of your life, and I look at these like, is there stress there? And I would rate them on a scale one to 10 mm. and to see how intense they are. So, obviously, if, yeah. if I look at COVID, right? Yeah, and if yeah. you look at what COVID like when it first happened. All like 90 to 95 percent, no, probably, I don't know, 80 percent minimum of all my finances got completely stripped at the time. Right. Mm. So if I were to do this specific practice when that had happened, my stress level for finances would probably be at a max. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You yeah. see what I mean? And so yeah. that's why I'm like, oh, my God. And then obviously there are improvement strategies. So. Like when you look going back to your story and looking mm. at, you know, uh, geez, you know, overworking, putting you in the hospital um, you, and obviously looking at these little things that you could do both internally. What about yeah. external? Because I remember we start, we ended up having a conversation and you did make a switch. You did make a dramatic, I, I, I vaguely, okay, I apologize, <laughs> but I remember you did make a switch. You did quit, something had happened, and then it was kind of like a big bump up. What, walk us through that process. Um, I mean, when, when the, when I ended up in hospital um, and I, I had a lot of time to think because I was there for, you know, um, a week and I had a lot of time <laughs> to, to think. That's mm-hmm. all you can do, really, because you're, you're in bed all day. Um, mm-hmm. I really looked at, at my life and uh, decided what I needed to, to quit. Mm-hmm. So, uh, which meant, you know, um, working fewer hours right. and, um, and doing things that I really love. Uh, sometimes stress comes from things that you don't want to do. Um, Damn. And, uh, okay, yeah. here we go. Here we go. Know, you have to pay bills, etc. So, you know, um, so I really had to think about what I want from life because, mm. you know, you change perspective when you go through something traumatic like that. And, yeah, um, amazing, huh? and I try, you know, I started spending more time on my own projects rather than, you know, um, working for, for others. I still work, you know, for one school at least. Um, but you realize that you've got to take care of yourself and you've got to do things that you, you love. Um, mm-hmm. Because I, I do believe that there's, you know, bad stress and good stress and good stress is you are doing, you know, what you love. Um, and oh, um, reach. Come yeah, on. And you can, <laughs> you can you know, deal, with, deal with that stress because you're so involved in your, your whatever task or project you're, you're doing. Uh, mm. And you don't mind that, you know, that stress. It doesn't, it doesn't affect the body like the bad stress does. Mm. It pushes you to, uh, you know, it pushes you forward to to do things that you want to creativity exactly exactly Mm -hmm. yeah yeah um so i had to you know rearrange my life in in such a way that um that i live my dream dream life or you know strive to become you know something that um i want to become so um yeah that's that's what happened 
after wow after that and, and, and i'm glad you pointed that out because again you know again me just being so grateful for especially uh you know the like i was just telling you right before the podcast the almost soon to be half a million downloads uh of this esl podcast um, just yeah thank you so much a big shout out to all the listeners and the one viewer i have right now uh and so <laughs> you know i got jokes i got jokes um <laughs> that's a live episode they're like the club is growing. Don't yes. <laughs> it's terrible so go. um so yeah uh what ended up happening was when you talk about good stress i just want to point that because when you started focusing on things in regards to you and the things that you wanted to build the good stress is actually what's it, it stimulates mm -hmm. the it stimulates the imagination it stimulates yeah. your creativity and that's probably what was happening mm -hmm. exactly yeah. exactly yeah. then you're able to look back and say and i could uh, listen april last year and i'm actually going over this right now it's uh mm. danielle laporte's um oh my god it's an incredible course and i actually wrote it down uh, saying that, you know, last April when, again, everything had shut down again, and then one of the companies that I was training at ended up saying, hey, listen, we're shutting down till further use. They haven't come back, but guess what else has come back? It's just been an amazing drive mm. in the upward. And so going back what I was a year ago in January and saying, oh, my God, everything shut down again. What am I going to do? In April, I said, okay, all right, Arsenio, well, you start at zero. Let's go get it. Mm. I accepted the challenge. Yeah. See, that's yeah. good stress. You know what I mean? That yeah. good stress is like, hey, okay, your back is against the wall. Let's see how mm. creative we could get. Let's see what is working. What three things were working last year and can begin and continue working right now. And so that's I started funny, looking yeah. up statistics and I said, oh, I'm going to focus on this. And it ended up blowing up. You know mm. what I mean? And so. And also, you, yeah, you yeah. Change your you change your mindset as well, um, because if you had stayed with the same mindset, you would have continued to be, you know, stressed, and you would have had that bad stress that would have yep. affected you mentally and physically. Yeah, yeah. You see what I mean? So same mindset, fixed mindset, bad stress. Yes, Growth yes. mindset, good stress. You see, and so a lot of people need to understand exactly that. And so going back to you and giving everyone that first big idea, the first big idea in terms of handling stress, it's about expectations. See, the majority of stress actually comes from unrealized or unconscious expectations, right? Right. You know, we wanted something like this, but it ended up turning out like this, Yeah. right? Are you yeah. stressed when everything goes well? Probably not. You know, you're stressed when something doesn't go well. It could be as mm. little as being stuck in traffic. You know what I mean? That's where the stress and that bad stress begins to yeah. skyrocket. You see what I mean? And so if you go back to where you were during that time where you ended up getting unfortunately sick and stuff, did you have expectations to why you were getting so stressed, let's say, in the workplace or something? Um. It was more to do with, yes, I have my own, you know, high expectations, but also I have to deal with the high expectations of the organization. Um, mm. And at the time that I was ill and was still working was when we had the inspection, the British oh. Council inspection, um, observing us in, in class. 
um, mm. and I was where you know I was teaching over thirty hours, which you know is a lot. Um, so that str- stress just built up um, over time in that week. Mm. So it was at that time it was more dealing with other people's expectations than than my own. Obviously, I you know put pressure on myself as well yeah. because I didn't want to lose my job, but. Um, but I find that dealing with other people's expectations is a lot stressful than dealing with my own. And that's something that I'm working on, um, trying to detach myself from other people's expectations. Because you mm. don't want that extra stress on you. <laughs> you see what I mean? Yeah. You see what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And that's I, what it comes down to. Exactly. And I, I think, uh, you know, looking back, I could have, you know, maybe asked for help. And I think here in the West, we, we don't want to ask for help because that shows a sign of weakness. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I think it's really important to ask for help. It shows mm. that, you know, you're, um, you're strong and, and, um, and, you know, when the day comes, you'll have that person when they are stressed. Um, so, you know, it's, it's really, really important to ask, to ask for help, I think. Right. Right. And then going back to, you know, work relationships and everything in general to have a clear conversation or a pre-conversation about expectations before that big thing is massive. So Mm. if we look at, oh my God, I don't know, let's say you and your team, you're going to take on a huge project. But then you don't say, hey, let's clear this up. Hello, who's in charge? When's the deadline? When is this? When's that? You know, nobody knows who's in charge and you don't have that pre-conversation. So the expectations of doing the new project is very high, but no one knows what they're doing. And then what ultimately ends up happening, there's a lot of finger pointing. Hey, why are you doing this? Why is this happening? What's happening over here? Mm. What the hell are these fools doing? I'm about to well, I'm about to go out there and cut you you see, I'm trying to be a good American. I'm trying to be a good American right now, okay? <laughs> I'll start throwing sandals at these people, okay? <laughs> oh my god, okay. You see what I mean? That's stress. Uh-uh. Let that back. Mm-mm. No, no. Let it go. Let, let, let those let them clowns behind you just hit hit sticks and stuff on their gates. And I want them to hear me too. You hear me? <laughs> I'm terrible. Yeah. I swear. People don't act like me, please. Oh my God. <laughs> Two Arsenios. This world is over. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Boy. Okay. So, anyways, all right, here we go. Yeah. So, if we look at this, if you don't set boundaries at the beginning, by the time it gets late, it's too late. It's too late. If you don't set boundaries in the beginning about what is expected, so maybe before you go out on a trip, you ask yeah. your spouse, hey, you know what? We're going to the beach today. How would you like this to go? What do you mm. expect? You know, and yeah. that's how you manage expectations. Alas, saving you the misery later. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, have you ever, it's, it's you know, tried doing that before? Yes. Yeah. Communication is key. It's when we, we assume the other person knows what they're supposed to do. That creates, mm-hmm. you know, stress in them as well as us later. Um, and uh, yeah, it was, so you were talking about, you know, project. And I think when you take on a big project, one communication is key. 
and two, it's important uh, to break down uh, the, you know, the big project into small tasks because mm. um, when you get overwhelmed with something, um, mm. that, you know, creates stress as well. Mm. Um, you know, you and I, we, we're solopreneurs in a way and when we take on something big, we need to break, break them down into small tasks so that we can... Um, you know, one, manage our stress and two, manage to complete the tasks. So, mm. um, yeah, I think both, you know, communication and dealing with uh, being overwhelmed um, can help us to reduce stress significantly, I think. And asking for the help, going back to what you said about mm. asking for help in terms of what? So if you're like in the workplace or if you're doing, taking on a project or this or that, sometimes our egos always take over and say, no, I can do everything. But the thing is mm. that I can do everything attitude is actually like kind of an alpha toxic, I can do everything type of mask. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? And so to say, you know what? No. All right. I'm going to go from here. I need a little bit of help. Listen, we're going on a big trip. Could you please help me with this and this? I'll do this and this. You know what I mean? It's like that clear exactly. communication or yeah. on the job. Listen, I got too much on my plate right now. I need a little bit of help. And mm. that's all there is to it. Okay. So are you going to help me? Mm -hmm. That that clear communication is everything. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah I, mean, I, I could have asked, you know, one of my colleagues to, to cover uh, my mm. classes while I was, you know, recovering because there were days where I was feeling really like sick. Um, mm. I had pain all around my, my stomach and my back. And um, I could have just asked one of my colleagues to, to cover my, my lesson and I didn't. And that was, that was you know, my fault, it was my responsibility. Um, and um, and it, you'd be surprised how you know, your colleagues and your managers can be so helpful and I think more and more companies because of COVID especially um, are yep. you know much more focused on their employees well-being um, I think the mm. COVID changed a lot of things around how you know how um, managers um, treat their employees right right I don't know yeah absolutely yeah. yeah, absolutely. I think in, <laughs> you know, man, I don't know. It's so hard for me to speak. Like if I, if I speak from a perspective of obviously being out here in Thailand and stuff mm. like that, I'm sure there are, there are some managers that actually help with finances and help with this and that. By the way, you probably heard my microphone change because I didn't want so much back microphone from my main mic because I did all that stuff in the back. So I got my microphone here and hopefully you okay. don't hear any other chatter. I think we're all good no, for, now, all good. for now, until, <laughs> until these, yeah, you, these specimen. Yeah, that's a good, that, that's a good down. Uh, come on, <laughs> specimen. That could be good or bad. Yeah. Okay. Open to interpretation. Okay. <laughs> Motherfucker. Oh, I almost said a bad word. Okay. So here we go. Let me get back on here. So if we go back to people who manage you know, expectations and stuff like that. And look at how managers, some companies do, some companies don't. Some companies, they lack empathy. Some fat cats, they lack empathy mm. for their employees to say, hey, I see that you're going through a lot. Listen, we're here to help you. Mm. You know, there's mm. a lot of role play discussions in terms of bosses saying, listen, you go work from home two days a week. 
You have this on Wednesday. You could do this on Tuesday and Thursday. We're helping you manage the stress mm. because as an accountant, you got to get the numbers right. As a sales, you got to be able to make the sale. As of this, yeah. as of that, everyone has a function and they have to perform it. Being stressed in any little shape or form is not going to allow you to get to that level. And then everyone else performance, KPIs, they suffer, right? And so if we look at expectations, we got that, boom. Then we yeah. got the second big idea, right? Which is the physiological approach, which you had mentioned before. So it could be like a release tension technique. It could be releasing thoughts. Uh, you could have a mantra. So when we talk about meditation, and I like, meditation still I like being, your, your punching bag as well. I think that could be a form of meditation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The punching bag. Okay, yeah. there was one time I was so bad. Oh, I'm not even going to get into that story. But some guy trying to put some hands on me. And I said, bro, if you put hands on me, I'm going to put you to sleep. I'm going to put you to sleep. And I said, I'm trying to be a good American here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, yeah. just, I said, I'm trying to be good. I'm trying to be <laughs> Dear Lord, help me. Oh, yeah, you know what I mean. I'm not religious or anything, but hey, boy, whoever is up where, anywhere out there, you better take my soul away because I'm about to give him the soul. You know what I mean? So, but again, like journaling. I would yeah. have to say journaling. So if we look at, you know, meditation and everything and people, that being a market that a lot of people don't understand just yet. If we look at medit uh, like like journaling in general, at least we're able to write down and track our thoughts, right? Mm, so when we're able to write down and track our thoughts and look at a trend saying, ooh, Monday was like this, Tuesday was like this, three, you know, Wednesday was like this. So what is the source? So I don't know, Ebru, um, like, because we're not able to track our thoughts. It's very, it's beyond and impossibly difficult to even control your thoughts in general. So when we look at, let's say when we look at like journaling, at least we're able to look at a trend. So mm. I've been doing this a lot, especially this week, because I feel like I'm letting too many of the positive moments in my life pass by and I'm not capturing them as mm. they are a photo. You know, I'm not like, choo, 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 you know what I mean? Like mm. last week and just like two days ago. You know, buying saltwater fish. I know it sounds crazy, but baby, I got me some Nemo's. Get jealous. Um, so many great things that are happening. You know what I yeah. mean? And they happen on such a continuous basis. Whereas if I do not track and capture these thoughts, they just go by. The next, you know, I'm the first one that says, oh, yeah, this mother, this, mm, that specimen. Mm. You see what I mean? And so these things happen so quick, you know, mm. and so I could track the thoughts yeah. by writing things down. So what do you think? Um morning routine, maybe setting up your mindset, you know, getting everything out or the evening journal, being able to release everything, anything negative that happened throughout the day, but also write down three positive things that happened that day. I don't know. How do you go about doing that? Yeah. Um, I haven't done journaling for a long time, but what I, uh, what I do in the mornings is think about, you know, what I can, what, you know, three positive things I can focus on. Um, because when you, when you focus on positive things, you know, when you, uh, during your day, you search for positive things, then you let go of the negative things that can happen in your, um, you know, in your day. And I think also being a, being an observer of your thoughts is really, really important. So, you know, you're doing the journaling 
which is one way of observing your thoughts. And I'm more sort of do it um, as, you know, as a mental note of um, what I think, um, how I think, how I react to certain certain things. And then, um, then I ask myself, oh, I wonder why I reacted this way and try to understand. And um, I think I mentioned in our last um, podcast episode that um, I uh, also go to therapy and therapy has really helped me to be much more self-aware mm-hmm. and um and understand um you know my actions where they come from um you know and all you know where my habits come from where my limitations come from um so yeah journaling and and you know being an observer of your thoughts focusing on the positive things um and you know being grateful for for the things that you have uh, and therapy those really really help with you know the your stress levels definitely right and it just keeps coming back to asking for help and so you know you haven't you know talked about therapy you know um there are a lot of you (laughs) It's so funny because rejection, rejection is a big one, right? And so mm-hmm. that's that, that doesn't necessarily equal stress. But if we look at rejection as a whole, there was a moment where someone had literally altered my identity by what they had said. And, mm-hmm. you know, I had told you this before. And the comment was, quote, you black man, low class pimp. Mm-hmm. And me, I literally created that as an opinion and that was like my backdrop my story for everything anything that I accomplished in life I always went back to that opinion and said yeah see black people this and I always felt like I had to prove to someone whose face I don't even remember Mm. and so when we look at this and how that ended up altering my identity I had to go back and say you know what I feel like there are things in my past that are still holding me back you know, and so to been to sum that up very quickly, some people who are probably listening to this podcast, you may have been born into stress. Mm. Your mother could have been stressed while carrying you. Yeah. You know, you could have been stressed at five years old. There were times that I was stressed because I was living with my father. Stress could be just part of who you have always been. Yeah. But to be honest yeah, with you, and, yeah. Hmm. You see what I mean? Like, yeah. that's li- it's not like genetic stress or anything, but you could, might just be so, like, so freaky outish. Have you ever met someone so freaky outish? I just created that word. Um, <laughs> and it's just someone's, like, just like always ants and just, oh my God, yeah. Oh my God, I got to get this done. Oh my God. And always worrying. And I'm like, holy shit. Calm the fuck. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Calm the damn. Yeah. What is wrong with you? And so that's that stress. And that's not good stress. That's stress that they've been taught, you know? And so getting that help, such as me getting a transformation coach, such as you going to therapy and saying to myself, you know what, if I don't overcome my past, I don't think I'm able going to get, I'm I'm not going to be able to get to the next place, whatever that may be. And so when I finally did that, and then now the continual working on myself, and even when I do feel stressed, I'm like, okay, hold on, hold on. Where are these feelings coming from? I I hurry up and I locate the source. Some mm. things are just going to happen to us and we got to change that perception. So if you're stuck in traffic and you've been driving in that same traffic for 10 years and you've been complaining for 10 mm. years driving in that same traffic, you have not 
changed your mindset whatsoever. Exactly. Fuck, you were suffering. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And also, like, you know, coming back to rejection, um, we tend to think rejection is is a negative thing, but it just means that there's something better out there for you. You know, let's say, you know, you apply for jobs and you get rejected. It doesn't mean that, you know, um, that you're a bad person, you're not qualified, but there's something better for you out there. And you right. have to, you know, um, for, you know, shift your focus onto, you know, other opportunities rather than just moaning and complaining that uh, they didn't hire you um, for whatever, whatever reason. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe just saying, hey, maybe I'm not ready for this. Like, you know, I, you know, one of my, uh, you know, I, I got some, you know, some folks that I actually know and, you know, they're applying to like Procter and Gamble and stuff like that. Mm. And I'm like, okay, now just understand if you don't get the job, always say, okay, I'm not ready for that. What skills do I need to improve? Yeah. So when the opportunity does come and I end up working for a competitor, then I can say, Proctor, what's up, bitch? Nah, you, ain't, you don't want to go back and do that. Don't, don't be like me, yeah. okay? Don't be like <laughs> me, okay? But always be able yeah. to, you know, to say, oh, okay, I've been denied. Now, obviously, me and my story out here in Thailand, we don't know. It could go both ways. But luckily, I do not go out and look for work. I have become my own economy. You know what I mean? Because exactly, yeah. I've yeah. developed those, those three key skills that were the biggest drivers in scaling my business and scaling who I am over the past mm. couple of years. So now to scale that even further, I need to better three other skills, which I'm focusing on this year. And so a lot of people, instead of, like you said, constantly blaming this, that, saying, oh, well, it's because of, I'm black, which I always use. And that may be the truth. It may be the truth. But guess what? After getting that email 22 months later, when I had applied to a job in January mm. of 2020, and then them getting back in contact with me saying, oh, um, oh, we're trying to get back in contact with you. I said, oh, excuse me. I train at some of the biggest companies here in Bangkok, and I have major clients around the world. I'm unable to take any more work right now, but I do <laughs> wish you the best in all of your future endeavors and you finding a teacher. Boom! Just like that. I said, get the hell out of my face. Boom! You see what I mean? So anyways, you know, going back to that whole situation, it's like, okay, what skills do I need to better in order to go from here to here? So, you said it yourself. And also, you know, that just shows that you've done a lot of um, personal development and that helped you with your professional development. I think Mm. those two go hand in hand. Right. um, Instead of, you know, just complaining all the time you did something about it and you know later in life you're not going to have any regrets because you took action exactly exactly and it's that action right that's one of the biggest key words that action so many people in 50 60 70 80 90 years old i don't want them i don't want anyone to be on death's bed or in their last moment saying do you have any regrets? Oh, I regret not doing this. I regret not. It's always something action-based. And so that's why I'm like, you know, and again, this could come with stress, stress in terms of, oh, I'm not sure if they're going to accept me. Mm. You see what I mean? But if we look at the law of averages out of a thousand people who you come in contact with, only seven, and those are the seven freaks are the only ones that may not like you whatsoever. 
Mm. Okay, so that means there are going to be 993 people who do appreciate you and who yeah. do not have problems with you. So you've already beaten out, you know, rejection in general. There it yeah. is, right there. That's yeah. the end of rejection, you know? Yeah. And, and you so, say in your, you know, authentic self as well, um, you know, if, you know, people unfollow you, then you know, let them go. Doesn't matter. You don't have to, you know, worry about it because you've you've got the people that really love you for who you are, rather than exactly. who, you know, they want you to be. So, um, I think that's you know really important. And yeah, action action is so important. You can have all the knowledge in the world, and um, but if you don't take action, then nothing happens. Right. No, and a lot no of that purpose. action. Right. And a lot of that action doesn't take place because and I'm going to make your, you know, you thinking that you have to do everything and get in that support. We're going to make mm. that the third and the last biggest idea. Release it and say, man, no, you don't have to do it all. Because if we look exactly. at your biggest ambition, like what is that? And that's the question for everyone right now. What is your biggest ambition in life? And I don't want to hear I want to earn a lot of money. <laughs> you get all the money in the world. You're still fucked. Okay, you need to change who you are. You need to grow into the money. So many people, and I know because, you know, they're all money-centered, and they think, and they think, oh, I'm going to get all the money. Look at Kanye. Okay, that man is fuck beyond belief. Okay, the majority of those people who are – because they don't they don't want to – they don't want to invest into their own personal development. Mm. So even though you get all that money, you're going to be broke and bankrupt within two years because you're not ready mentally for the money. Okay, mm. so people stop chasing the money. That's number one. Number two, your biggest ambition, you don't have to do everything, such no. as me with entrepreneurship. You know, I got help three years ago and now I'm, you know, I'm being coached right now uh, by Bender Richard and uh, HPX series in terms of if I'm going to hire someone, what types of people, like, is this going to be someone who generates revenue? So this is me, or is this going to be someone that does the task that you, you see what I mean? I'm looking yeah. for help. I'm looking for that support. Maybe today is mm -hmm. one of those days you go on the internet and say, I need to look for help, not a pity party, but a vision party. Mm. If you're someone's like dealing with, you know, depression or this or that, or stress in general, you don't want to join another group with a whole bunch of other stressed people talking about stress problems. There's no action behind that. Mm. You're just going to mm. all just verbally vomit into the same cup. That, that sounds terrible. That sounds disgusting. Um, yeah, yeah, um, yeah that sounds terrible. That sounds terrible. Um, you're just going to end up just diving into the same pool and you're just going to make it filthy. That's a better mm. metaphor. Yeah. Um, and so... <laughs> 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 so yeah so again um you know oh, oh, like like asking someone okay so you want to do this you want to have that wedding here you want to go on that holiday you want to hire this person okay well but i need help and i do this and you do this this could be with the spouse this could be with a, a best friend this could mm. be with anything it's all about structuring out your support so even yeah. when it comes to Going back to obviously asking for help and you getting the help you need, how much has that taken off the stress in your life? How much of that stress has been relieved in terms of asking for help, whether it's professional or personal or whatever it may be? A lot, a lot. I mean, it really, like, you know, it's significantly reduced my, my stress levels. 
um, right. and uh, you know I, I work for a wonderful school where the managers are very understanding and colleagues are, are so so you know lovely and um, you know they help me but at the same time I help them if they're stressed out so you know it works both ways I mean that's what you know teamwork is about um, right. it's about you know helping each other and and um, you know helping the other person to you know be less stressful so that they can perform and be the best version of them you know of themselves um, right. so yeah help is is a huge huge thing don't you know um, uh, you know ask for help don't don't be shy about it it's, it and, is not a sign of weakness mm-hmm. there and that's the key thing right there it's yeah. not a sign of weakness Mm -hmm. and so many people and like you had already stated earlier in the western world they look at asking for help as a sign of weakness oh you Mm. need to do it with it it's that very toxic mindset that a lot of people possess you know what i mean and them possessing that type of mindset and, and you know they're just like oh yeah we play football. We're supposed to be this tough. We're supposed to do this. We're so, and I'm like, you ain't supposed to do nothing. That's just your way <laughs> yeah. of normality. And your normality is not my normality. You know what I yeah. mean? So yeah. you can keep it. How about that? Keep yeah. it. Not saying it's wrong. You keep it. Yeah. You shove it up. No, don't, don't shove it nowhere. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you, see, you see, that was me saying, okay, keep it was okay, Arsenio. Shove it in. <laughs> X-rated. It started sounding like a little X-rated, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh man! But yeah, those are some. Should have like I seen you after dark. That's what you should have like. Yeah, then... you know, was still... I was I was doing a fun... side note for everyone out there. Um, I did. It wasn't even. It was like a one series, one off. It was ridiculous. Um, it was a, a author that overcame some unbelievable trials and tribulations. The stories she had given, holy goodness! And mm. you know, it was like I, I forgot what we had coined it, but it was me and her, and we coined it. I think it was our Cineo Bucket. It, it was the something show after dark. And yeah. So you just you just you took the words right out of it. So right when you said that, I said Hebrew. I actually did have that. It was just one episode. But bang, bada bing, bada boom. You know what I mean? So hey, check mark. I got it. You know what I mean? Check. That'll be your third podcast. <laughs> right. And so, but yeah, but yeah, like in, in saying that, if we look at, we look at those three ideas. And, you know, and to sum this up, I really do hope that a lot of people are able to at least, you know, at least start journaling. Now, again, it wasn't so much about stress. It was more about depression. Uh, Probably about three years ago, there was a friend who was having suicidal thoughts. And I had known her from college. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to help you. And I gave her a whole bunch of voice notes, and then I sent someone to help her in her way. And I'm like, listen, this is an author. This is a coach. She is one of the most amazing people I know. And she's like, oh, well, I'm not really ready for that. And I said, are you going to be ready when you're in a casket? Like, And so, again, not being shy and shutting that ego up. You know, because I think there are just so many people out there that just do not want to take that leap. 
simply right. because they just feel like, oh, I'm macho. No, I don't need that help. I don't know. No, you are having suicidal thoughts, buddy. Mm. Okay. Mm. You're overstressed. You're overeating. Your nutrition, your, your health is deteriorating. Whatever, your relationships are falling apart. Mm. That's when you say, okay, make a choice. Choice yeah. is what it comes down to. And a lot of people, but- they're unwilling to take that. And also take action. I think, you know, stress can be something to do with, with the future. You're thinking about what's going to happen. It hasn't right. happened and you're stressed out, you know, you're stressed about it. But is you know, it's going back to, yes, making a choice, but also taking action. You know, right. going back to the present, what can I do right now to right. reduce my level of stress or to not to think about, you know, suicidal thoughts? Um, right. it's, you know, action is a, I think, huge thing. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and, and going back to, it could be triggers. Um, mm. I think watching any news could just completely yeah. destroy your entire mind. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's kind of like it, some days I've, you know, wake up a little angry or whatnot. And I'm like, man, why am I, why did I wake up angry? Well, what did I consume last night for the last hour? Mm. Hmm. What did I consume for the first 10, 20, 30 minutes of the day? What did I see? Hmm. You see what I mean? And so yeah. those little things get ultimately end up triggering a lot of feelings and stressful feelings mm. and stuff like that too. So this is why I urge so many people out there to look at your environment in general. And, you mm. know, Hebrew, you could be, you know, a testament of that saying, you know, oh, okay, well, this job, this is happening, that's happening. I'm not really liking this. Who do I need to get in touch with, like right hmm. now? About Who do I need this, to surround myself thing? with as well? Yeah, yeah. Ex- yeah, exactly. And saying, you know what? Oh man, okay. What do? What can I do on a consistent basis to start overcoming this? How can I schedule it into my day? There was a guy, okay, and I'm gonna sum this up. This is how we break things down. This is how goal setting is. But you could do goal setting with stress. Mm. And so mm-hmm. there was um, one of my students who was like, hey, you know what? OK, I want to lose 20 kilos. I said, OK, I'll see you in one week. Let's see how much you lost. And so then he comes he comes back. and He lost five in one week. And I said, what the fuck? how'd you lose five? He's like, oh, I'm fasting. I said, oh, my God, I don't know if that's sustainable. But if you lost five kilos, you come back looking like Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm all cool with it. And so, again, it's all about easing into it also. Yeah. You know, yeah. But like, absolutely. Like me. Like me, if, if I'm stressed or if I'm not feeling well, okay, and that feeling well could be stress or whatever related, mm. I ask myself, what's my diet? What have I been eating so much that it's just not good? Well, I love gummy bears. How long have I been eating them for? 13 years. Okay, how many bags a day do you eat? Three. Oh, my God. Let's trim this down, Arsenio. Let's go two bags a day, but only three days a week. I lost 1.5 kilos, and I didn't even know. I just mm. checked my weight right now, and I'm like, oh, yeah, see, I knew I was getting that 60 packy backy baby. Oh, man, I was doing the whole little macarena dance. You know, hey, macarena. But looking, look, looking good, looking like a Greek Wakanda god. You know what I mean? And yeah. so, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I took a yeah. step. I made a choice. So, are you yeah. going to make a choice and alleviate some of the stress by asking help from brothers, sisters, peers, friends? Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, how are you going to schedule it into your day? First hour of the day, morning routine, meditate, exercise, do this, do that. Mm. So many people, they just don't want to do that. Yeah. And, and, and so now I'm giving you the tools. Let's put it into our 
and, and come back in three months, okay? Mm. When Ebru and I do another nice another podcast to say, oh my God, I listened to your podcast. I was so stressed out, but guess what? I ended up taking up, you know, some of your, uh, you know, some things. And I said, what can I put more into my day? Or what can I take out? Because some things are obviously making you stress, whether it's the kids, and maybe you need to openly communicate with your kids. Hey, listen, kids, let's have a talk. Maybe you need to manage your expectations and say, oh, my expectations are here, but I'm getting this. Maybe because you didn't speak clearly and communicate across to the individuals you live with or at your workplace or your personal life or your spouse or whatever it may be. Mm. When you start mm. doing this, these are going to help. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, in saying that, Ebro, <laughs> fantastic. Thank you. You so oh, much. Thank you, you. <laughs> you are very welcome. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for coming on to this a beautiful one. It was a lot. It was a lot. It was fire. It was, it was a lot yeah. of actual things and a lot yeah. of big, big ideas that we talked about. The introduction, breaking it all down, and seeing how everyone could go about not only handling just stress, but anything that brings whatever type of negative feelings into your life. Mm. You can begin to get your nice little day planner as i always do and i make sure i write things down in my friday finishers and my monday mindset and what you know what what intention i want to bring you know what do you expect from me on this specific start bringing it to the table and let's see how much better you gain in three months time so yeah (laughs) thank you so much for coming on ebru thank you asimia (laughs) and thank you to all the listeners You're very, very welcome. So anyways, with that being said, people, make sure you follow Ebru on my IG. Make sure you follow her uh, or follow me on IG, Arsenio ZSL Podcast. Um, Again, if you haven't been following me, shame on you. You can as of today. So I'll be waiting for everyone. And obviously, Ebru's on my ESL Podcast page as well as the Facebook page that is being broadcasted on. Again, if you guys have any other big questions that you would like both her and I to ask or whether you would like it on IG and stuff like that, too, let me know. Uh, And again, if you guys would like more material and obviously the future, you let us know. But with that being said, again, thank you to Ebru and thank you to everyone listening to me. We'll be seeing you at the next Business Talks. Thanks again, Ebru. Thank you. Bye-bye.